ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's All right, we are back. I keep fucking saying that. We're not back because we're just going to curse ourselves by saying that. <laughs> but we are in your ears, and we are talking about college basketball. Can of course, what a weekend. It was very taxing on my body, but more importantly, my brain. Like, Jesus Christ. What a – I mean – for all of you fans who've been listening to us all year, I got absolutely bent over. And I mean, coin did much of the fucking to me, but it was like to say the least a terrible weekend, but it was also really fun, I guess. Yeah. I had a lot of fun, obviously um, from the last episode. And I know a lot of the, I listened to it and a lot of the, uh, some of the picks I said, and I was like ripping on some of the picks and I was like, count talking a team up and I didn't even I completely went the opposite way when I filled up my bracket because I like switched it but yeah no, it's a lot of fun the first couple rounds of March are the best I think uh just because the games are all day and you bet all day and it's just a lot of fun oh uh, yeah like you guys are saying you know it's always like my best time of year like I said yesterday to Luke I don't know if Joey was like there but I said if I lose five thousand dollars on March Madness I'm still having the same amount of fun as if I won $5,000. It is the best time of year for me. And it makes it even sweeter that I just own Joey in the first rounds. Well, that's the thing. Like, I got all year, I've pretty much had my teams, and I've just, like, fucking sucked by them. And, and literally round one, all of them just vanished before my eyes. Luckily, all the teams have been shitting on because, like, there's no really like middle ground. I mean, there's a lot of middle ground teams, but I don't really go into depth with them. All the people, I either hate you or I love you. And all of them just left the tournament. There's like, they're just out of the tournament now. I mean, you can consider Iowa state a team that I hate. And they're like the only team that I somewhat hate even after the tournament. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. All the, your good team, all the teams you really liked are pretty much out, but all the teams that you really hated lost first round too. So it kind of balances out a little bit. Well, it's just like ridiculous. I, I had, I can't, I don't even know if I had a lot of fun. I mean, obviously it's nuts, but, and I didn't really like lose that much money. I went into the weekend knowing I was going to lose money. I mean, that's just March madness. If you go into it with hopes of just making bank or idiot, but I, I just look back on the weekend. I'm like, holy shit! It was just tons of disappointment. <laughs> but as like a just a fan of craziness, I'm like, all right, maybe maybe I fuck with this a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I don't care if I get every pick wrong. It's just fun to watch basketball. <laughs> no, I just like people. Yeah. I I just can't wait to go to school and people be like, oh, I thought you said this team was good. I'll be like. Yeah, they are, but like, yeah, like, what do you want? Do like everybody loses? Like, it's just, it's, wait we talk about the Midwest region, and I will just everybody will see why I'm just like, I was an idiot. classic example of like 
it was just not your night or it was just they got you on that night. It's not like if, if this was if every game was like a seven game series like the NBA, the better team would win just about every time. It's just because I think St. Peter's coach was talking about that. He's like it. We he's like we went into this like it's just they could have a bad night and we could be play better than them on that night and we win. That's just how it is. That's what makes it so much fun. It, you never know. There's a reason not everyone's bracket is perfect. So if anyone says, oh, what, why'd you pick them? It's like, there's a reason no one will ever get a perfect bracket. And that's exactly why. Oh, and if you had a perfect bracket after day one, you're the most delusional idiot ever. And like, I think they understand that or they're like, fuck, like I don't give a damn about college basketball. I just guess and somehow was right, but whatever. So how are we going to do this? I'm just going to look up and down the bracket, pick out the most like important games that we should talk about, and then we'll go from there. But this bracket that I'm looking at, it filled out a bracket where I just picked my favorite team to win no matter what. And I had Kentucky against Iowa in the championship, Iowa winning. And the percentage correct on this bracket is at 10%, 10.7%. So that tells you how badly – my teams did i think that puts into account though like what you have left too you know because i jumped from in the in this one i was at like 40 percent, 50 percent, and now i'm at 78 after like the last two games of the day it's just like i think it accounts how much you've left too it's no, my, weird. i don't know how the percentage I, works but dude my jump went from 95 after the first day to 25 after the second day because it's stupid midwest region I got every single freaking game wrong. Number <laughs> two. Yeah, I, I looked, I looked, I jumped all the way to five in our uh, tournament challenge one. Or oh. not ours. No, I jumped to five at uh, the CBS one. Yeah, you told me that. Luke, I literally have one team left in that Midwest region. That is how bad <laughs> they was. Well, my, all- that one region for me is, yeah, the Midwest is really bad too. But Well, let's start off with the games. First game I'll start off with is my darlings, the UConn Huskies. Before the season started, I'm like, these are my team out of the Big East. They get bounced round one, 5-12 game. Got absolutely hosed there. But by New Mexico State, I know Coin fucking took New Mexico probably just because he's a little prick. But, I mean, you guys can talk about that. It's very sad to see my boy RJ Cole and Adama Sanogo out of the tournament. And more importantly, Dan Hurley. But – no, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't know. I will say this. This first round, uh, a lot, I didn't watch like a total a lot of the games because I was on vacation and shit, and that, that sucks. But um, just going off of it, they literally got beat by one person, and it's that simple. <laughs> and UConn coming in was just a team that was like supposed to be a scrappy team and that not necessarily play good defense, but just be scrappy and be tougher than – about anyone they played and maybe they were except for Teddy Allen who fucking made him their bitch. Oh, the way I, you guys asked me, like, if you're going to take him, you got to tell me why. And I said, cause Joey thought it was only because I hate UConn because he liked UConn, but I also liked UConn. I almost took UConn pretty far, but I took New Mexico state and I said, they have a guard who's big, who gets buckets and he had 37 points <laughs> and they won. So I thought I was pretty nails with why I picked them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you were you hit the nail on the head there. I thought uh UConn was just a way better team. Like there's no oh. reason they should have lost. 
but moving on though 37 you should fucking win moving on though we'll talk about our biggest rival that we've had in this podcast so far the alabama crimson tide go down to the notre dame fighting irish we all expected Rutgers to make this run instead of the fighting irish but my boys did it beat the hell out of alabama the curse lives on quinterly be one wish injury on anybody he did get injured but i mean that's just like alabama i don't care if he fucking plays i think they lose this game and i mean i i'm just so happy that everybody and their mother who thought that all alabama could make this run blah blah it just didn't happen because that like what a fucking i think alabama going on a run in this tournament would tear me apart more than if kentucky won the whole thing like them level of emotions my madness would outweigh my happiness yeah, and uh, Rutgers easily could have won. They lost a double overtime game to Notre Dame to get into to this game. Unbelievable so, game. Right there, could have got in. But this is like the – like everyone thinking Bama could go on a run is like the is – it's the same. I think this all the time. Whenever I'm going – whenever my, like, my team's going in a game, I go like upsets can happen. But to a certain point, like it's not really like an upset, like Alabama making a run. I don't count that as like – really an upsets upsets really it's just something like that like if Iowa would play like I don't know like a Kansas or something or like a Gonzaga even and we I mean I'm going into the game like uh, we can upset them it can happen but at the same time it's like that's not what an upset is I an upset is like if Gonzaga is playing or like sorry Joey but Kentucky's playing St. Peter's then I feel like then you have a chance to upset them but like if it's close it doesn't really – it's not an upset, so it's, like, almost a given. I don't know how to really – that makes sense, but – But how Alabama is, there's no reason why – Yeah. Or They're not going to upset teams is, like, what I'm saying. Oh, Alabama? Upset Alabama. Teams. Yeah, oh, like, if, no. they can, if they make a run. But, I mean, they should not be losing – like, they lost, what, 4-0 since JQ blocked us? I mean, yeah. in some of them games, they've had no business fucking losing, so – no, what pisses me off about it was the only thing I hate more in Alabama was Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. So. <laughs> I put my trust in them. After all this hate, I put my trust in them. And what do they do? They just get clapped. And I hated it. And I don't even want to talk about it because I hate both teams. I have nothing good to say about either team. Well, okay, we're moving on to the next game. I mean, do we want to talk about Michigan State-Davidson? I mean, I – Look, Davidson, money line just because I thought it would be fun. Great game. Michigan awesome State pulls game. it out, wins by one. I shout out. I just hate that we can't say the guy's nickname, but for our friends listening, you know who we're talking about on Davidson. We wanted to see him succeed so bad, be one of them uh, like Cinderella stars, but it, it it's his own March. Yeah, it's the game was like, it's like the textbook good basketball game because it's it's pretty high score 74 73 and it was just like close the whole entire time like there was no runs that people went on it was just close it was just a good game and at the end of the day I think Michigan State was a better basketball team and they won that's what it came down to more experience just like the coaching it's just everything Michigan State I had Michigan State and they did win and yeah but I wish Davidson could have maybe won one game in this tournament but it sucks they had to play Michigan State 
I picked Davidson, and I was so sad for my boy. But I, I, I honestly expected Michigan State to beat him. But I just wanted to see him win one game. But it just didn't happen. Next game we have North Carolina versus Marquette. Marquette, another one of my teams. But going into this game, I bet on North Carolina. I'm like, I just seeing North Carolina. They're hot. They're just going to bend these guys over and sure shit. They win by 30. So Marquette, great season. It was fun cheering for you. Tyler Kolick, I will always remember you as just one of them fundamental guys that I just want on my team. But yeah, Shaka, J. Lou, the Shaka, <laughs> I don't know when we're ever going to see him start making runs in the fucking March Madness, but yeah, North Carolina, hotter than all hell. Yeah, I mean, I told you, death taxes, you go against, you bet against Shaka in the March Madness. It's just that simple. They're not going to win a first-round game. They can't. I mean, Kolick, though, did have – he didn't score, but he had 10 assists, so he did good on that side. With that's what turnovers. he does. That's, that's why I love him. Turnovers. Uh, but North Carolina say Brady Manick is like the MVP of the tournament so far. It feels like, I mean, 28 and then he had 27 before he got ejected in the, in their, in the Baylor game. Like he's just kill, he's balling and he makes, he's probably made about 10 threes or 12 threes in these two games. It's crazy. <laughs> he's killing it. And Armando Baycott's playing really well. Caleb Love, RJ Davis is stepping up when they need it. It's just, they're just playing really well. There's nothing else to it. Dude, no, I like we knew this. Like we knew North Carolina was gonna come in and do this, but I always thought they would lose the next round. But North Carolina is hotter than piss, and it is pissing me off because I don't like North Carolina. I'm a Duke guy. But Manic, Manic has like 28 before he got ejected in that one game. Yeah, he had 27 and he had 28 this game, and then he had 27 before he got tossed. He could have he could have won for 40 easy against Baylor. There's so much time left when he got ejected. We'll get to that game later though. Well, I yeah. mean, we might as well we might as well just talk about it while we're talking about it. But Ar- Armando Baycott, every time, if you guys have ever seen the movie Mamma Mia, there's a song called Fernando, and I just kept replacing the word Fernando with Armando, and it's just every time he'd score, there was something in the air tonight. The stars <laughs> were bright, Armando, and I fucking I, like this North Carolina team. I've like not been nice to him all year, but I just fell in love with him, with him, RJ, and uh, Brady Manic, my ginger brother. And my favorite thing about North Carolina so far is that uh, TikTok trend where it's like, I want my daddy. And it's like, I want your daddy too. And it's a picture of Matt, Matt Mayer. And then they show his dad and it's uh, Brady Manic. And I, I just smile on my face. I don't even know what else to say it but North Carolina yeah this is, is just like last game RJ Davis had four I think Caleb Love had like 23 this game it was RJ Davis show he had 30 and he's they couldn't stop in the first half and then Caleb Love only had five which is a perfect tandem though if you're gonna have two point if you're gonna like basically two point guards you just kind of flip you have a good game I have a good game uh feed the hot hand and Baycott is a mon- has been a monster so far down low about time he's like playing really well and Manic obviously can shoot the lights out. They're just a really good team. But Baylor, it sucks to it. It's worse to come all the way back from down twenty five and lose in overtime. That just sucks. It sucks to Saladia because you could tell they were just gassed in overtime, just completely gassed. But credit to them for fighting in that game and try and trying to come back and win. They almost had it. Luke, I think 
anymore in our era, getting the soul sucked out of you is a good thing. Yeah, except for in this case. <laughs> it was a ref show, though, for sure. This oh, game fuck these refs, by the way. These refs. Or- like, it was just free throws, free throws, free nobody, throws. Nobody fucking pays tickets to watch you zebras fucking roam around. Like, it, get the missile, I mean, the whistle out of your mouth. Yeah, get the missile out of your mouth, too. But, like, these these refs, they're just something else. Like, I, I what I liked when we went to the UNI game is you, like, under, you can see actually how much more physical it is. You know, it, like it is, it's really, really physical sport. If you're like one of them fucking football juice heads and you don't think that uh, basketball is contact, uh, contact sport, you're an ignorant prick. I got to But these refs, holy hell. I mean, if I was a basketball coach right now, I'd tell my guys to drive to the hoop literally every single time and just chuck up a shot because 99% of the time they're fucking calling a foul. And then you cannot, you cannot fucking post up in college basketball. It's, it, there's a in the there's a they, foul, they, there's a foul on they, either the defense or the guy bagging them down every time. They change how they call games in the tournament, which is dumb. But going to your football thing, I'm sitting watching these games with Trent Kelker, and you know he didn't play basketball; he played football. And he's he's like someone like gets slapped on the wrist, get like an M one or something. He goes, "This is what I fucking hate about basketball." Like, what the fuck? Oh, slap on the wrist. Oh, foul. Go cry about it. It's the funniest thing ever. Because he doesn't even play it, but it's so funny. I don't even want to talk about the Baylor game. It just made me sad. <laughs> that defense, though, Logan, was crazy though, at the end. Like, no, I don't know why they don't press. It sucks they didn't have a big guy. Because when you do that, you take out your big. And that's why Baycott, every time they broke the press, automatic. Oh, he was fine. And then Akinjo had to block him out one time. He had to box him out. And I just – I felt so bad for him. I mean, <laughs> if Chachua plays, they – when they dominate, they win this dominate this game because yeah. that's too big. Then they can alternate those bigs. And Chama's like a big time. He was big <coughs> defensive defensive player of the year. Yeah, it's just I think if flow's horrible. Chach was there. I know they wouldn't have been down by twenty five, but they come back that's and win true. that game. And I see Baylor in the championship. I won't have doubt it. I imagine how much confidence you can have in a team making that far of a comeback. Like I know they're not fully healthy, but if Chaj was on that team, they still made that comeback. And I like don't see them in the championship. I'd almost be surprised. Like yeah. I feel like if I'm on a team and it's like we can do anything, like I don't know. I feel like that would just give me the confidence to just fucking run it up on everybody else. But I don't know. No, people have to think that Baylor didn't have their one like their number two guard or even number one guard, and they didn't have the number one big for like the whole entire end of the year, and they still had a one seed. Yeah. I hate- yeah. Awesome. If both those guys, they were, they were definitely winning my bracket. And I know me and Luke loves this, but uh, when you watch Baylor play, it's, like, so hard not to just look at their bench, like, just all their uh, coaches, because they look so sweet, all wearing the same exact thing. Just, yeah, very satisfying. But anyway, next game, I only want to bring this up because it was my lock. It was my first lock of the tournament. I told anybody who asked – sink this in St. Mary's versus Indiana got a earful from Luke about how fucking Indiana just going to bend over these white boys. But yeah, St. Mary's wins, a, wins by 30. And I just, it was just awesome. Cause me, I was at Derek's house, me and Derek both took St. Mary's and we like high-fived every time we had score. 
and I had North Carolina. We both had North Carolina and St. Mary's, and it was just absolute shit shows. We were just having so much fun. We're like, we don't even got to sweat these out. Yeah, that was bad take by me. I, my take was right on Trace Jackson Davis. I'm pretty sure he had a really good game. Oh, but probably, but me saying that they were going to beat the fuck out of them was wrong. Never mind. Trace Jackson Davis had a horrible game. Oh, <laughs> he had 12 points and five rebounds and yeah. one block. So I had my prediction was like 32, 12, and three blocks, I think. Yeah, you had it right on the number. You said it would which be. Was, yeah. Which was damn near it for the playing game. Yeah, the playing game, you played really well. Oh, dude, this is another reason why on whatever day this was, what, March 17th, I believe, was the greatest basketball day of my life. Wait a minute. I- How do you get a fucking, like, Ken Palm does quarters, 25 to 5 in the third quarter in a college basketball game. And then the quarter before that was 26-10. Like, Jesus, shit. Figure it out. Dude, I was loving this, Luke. Go back to the NBA, Woodson. Oh, my God. Yeah. You literally told me you're like they're like they're not gonna guard Trace. They can't stop Trace. I said <laughs> they literally stopped Chet and Timmy. I think they know what they're doing. Then and then Luke they, they just by twenty points. And this was all yeah, I marked. That's funny. And this was the greatest day of my fucking life for Luke, basketball. Luke just loses his mind on coins and who won the big game? Who won the big game? And coin just says, Luke, it's we're talking about Indiana, not fucking Gonzaga here. Like, we're... <laughs> I was right. I was like, Indiana didn't beat Gonzaga, the number one seed, the best overall one. Anyway, let's keep it rolling here. UCLA almost lost to Akron, and oh my god, it would have been a shit show if they did because you hear everything. It would be just a LeBron show because Akron, anything like in Ohio, LeBron just makes it, puts it in his shadow. But, uh, yeah, UCLA moved on from that game just barely, though. Thank God. I just love that all the Barstool guys are blaming this loss on LeBron, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't watch this game at all because why the hell would I waste my vacation time on a <laughs> UCLA-Akron game? Like, come on. This should have been a blowout. But, uh, anyway, keeping it moving, though, Virginia Tech, we feel bad, but they got bounced by Texas. For me, it's okay, baby. I don't know why the hell I did not pick Texas. I know. Yeah, I've been Texas all year. It's like we just fell in love with Stormy, and now he's gone. And I fell into that stupid trap of winning the damn their conference tournament. Last year, I did. I was all against that when everyone's like, oh, Georgia's t- Georgetown won their conference, and they got 30-balled first round. I should have fucking listened to my brain from last year. And I was riding Texas all year, and it's Chris Beard in the tournament. I was dumb. That was the dumbest pick I think I've had this tournament. No, especially me and you, Luke. We only oh, only ever talk about Chris Beard in the tournament, what he does in the tournament. And Texas, like Virginia Tech's coming in playing one of the best defenses, and Virginia Tech had to guard those guys. I know they don't play well all the time, but they all were like yeah. senior guys. They're all games, careers are on the line here in college. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fuck did I not take Texas? This is one of the games that I'll look at. And I'll be like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, Stormy Baby just couldn't show up. Like, God. I knew he wasn't going to get it done. I don't know why. I fell into the trap because you two, we were all Stormy boys. It didn't work. Let's talk about the two biggest disappointments in Kentucky. Murray oh. State. Shout out them. I had them. I think I live bet them minus – or no, I had them in at like minus two or something. 
and this game goes into overtime versus San Fran, and it's just back and forth, and it comes down to free throws. And we all know that I'm the most terrified of college basketball players shooting free throws ever. They pull it out. I was literally, like, laying on the ground, like, just, like, begging, like, please just hit a fucking free throw. They pull it out of the cover, but then they lose to St. Peter's. And St. Peter's, I – I, so all year, Kentucky, 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 no fucking way they're not coming into the tournament hot. And there's actually like a stat that Cal Party in the first round just runs it up on these shit teams. And they couldn't guard Doug. What, what's his name? Doug? Doug Eater. Something. It's like Dirty Doug. He's just a cool version of Drew Timmy, and he lit it up, could not miss to save his life, and the Peacocks are flying. It, it's crazy um, that they – like, who the hell – it's Kentucky. Like you said, Kentucky was like a borderline one seed, just how good they were playing. If they get – if they win their – if they get to their conference championship, they're a one seed, I think. They're healthy um, they, or they're one seed. What? They're healthy all year. They're a one seed. Well, Baylor wasn't healthy all year. They got a one seed. That's fair. Can't, yeah, Kansas was missing their best player a couple of times. They still won those games. So, you can't use that as, as an excuse. Um, anywho. But they were healthy this game, Joe. Yep. They were healthy against St. Peter's. But it just they just choked. Uh, Keelan Grady, one for seven from three. Your Lord and Savior, Kilmer. But I'll say it all year, Luke. They will not lose a game if he makes over three three pointers. Sure, shit. One of seven. It's not like he. Uh, Ty Ty, that was our thing all year. He shows up in uh shitty games and dominates, but big games. But there's games this year though, Luke, where he fucking balled out. I mean, yeah, and they and yeah, but a lot of the times he did not show up. And I mean, Severe Wheeler was your second best player. It seemed like, who would have thought? You know what's crazy about this whole thing, guys? Is I fucking hated Kentucky all year. <laughs> I never any higher than I, I should have in my AP poll ever, ever. And I remember what episode was it? I don't remember what episode it was. But you go back, and I didn't rank Kentucky yet for top five. Luke and Joe rip on me. I put them nine. I fucking hated. Yeah, them. but that's I not like that's not. No, so it's not like you predicted this upset by doing that. Moment. I almost did actually. Let me no, have my. No, you didn't. You didn't by putting them at nine. Didn't just predict them to lose first round. That's not what. Yeah. That's not how rankings work, Logan. It's out of my fucking spite. Is I also had Houston. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> all right. Anyway, after all that, but I did have Murray State beat in the next round, so I lost ten points off of this game. I lost ten points, and the funny thing is, though. <laughs> I was watching the game with like Carson and them, and everybody's freaking out. I was cool and Joey because guess what? Murray State was going to beat him the next round anyway. And I just love to say it because you talked up Keelan Grady, and everybody, you talked up Keelan Grady, you talked up Ty Ty, neither of them showed up. And I completely forgot what I was going to say because Luke started yelling at me. But it take bad. Oh, here's why. In the podcast last episode, I said I had to think about this one for a while. I almost took St. Peter's. Yeah, but you're obviously full of shit. You Don't are, act like you're you some are. fucking no, guy here. There's not a fucking chance you would ever it's do that. Right on, on your head. No, I think it's I think recorded. the exact words were something like, "I had to think about this game a lot." But obviously, Kentucky. It was something along those lines. You said like, "Obviously," or something. About it a while. I had to watch so much film over both teams. And I was like, 
I guess I'll take Kentucky. Joey, I guess I'll take Kentucky. If only you and Luke recorded that episode, you guys would have skipped by it just like we did with Arizona and Baylor games and all that. You just would have been like, all right, Kentucky, next. (laughs) Joe, I just find it so funny that they lost. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. My first year actually diving in in college basketball, investing so much goddamn time into it, and then they get bounced in the first round, and all that time just goes for essentially nothing. But whatever. Only one gets to lose. TCU, what a fucking team. It is too bad that they had to get bounced. Great win first round. Absolutely dominate. Then they go go play Arizona, nearly beat them in OT. That was just an unreal game. If they would have taken down Arizona, oh my God, what a fucking upset that would have been. That that TCU Arizona game is gonna haunt me for a long time. Cause I I told everyone that was at our house to take TCU money line. And they were so fucking close. They had that game in the bag. It's just like it just sucks. It just it sucks. It sucks. So I'm not gonna say that anymore because apparently that's I guess that is a good thing actually. But to have to tell everyone to take TCU money line and be that close to it, I could have made so many people so much money off that, and it just sucks. No, okay. I would just like to um, I don't know if he watches this, but Eddie Lampkin, the big guy for TCU, big Eddie, I I love you. I love him. I I want to. I want he to just, make, if he could have just made one more free throw. I I see him as a they I win. See, uh, I see him as a Bino. Like when I see Bino, I just want to give him a big old fucking hug. It's a big old hug. I'm so much smaller. I would just give him the biggest hug. I'd be like, Hey Eddie, what's up, buddy? He's just Luke saw it every time he did anything. He's he was running all the jumping course. and everything. He's jumping, yelling, screaming. And no, dude, I've never wanted Arizona. I've never hated Arizona so much in my life than this game. Like when we, they played. We like Arizona. I I like Arizona. But not this I, game. Yeah, not this game. I was ripping on everybody but Benedict because Benedict, he kind of um like. He isn't a monster. Fucking kill him. But I was, oh my God, because Kreesa sucked. I'm like, you suck. I was just ripping one of 10 from three. He's not good. I don't care. He's not. <laughs> he shot three threes in that one possession. They just kept getting yeah. back. People are like, oh, Arizona's got every piece to win it all. I go, well, they ain't got a fucking point guard. He fucking no, sucks. Just wait for next round, though, coin. This is how Kirk Kreese has been all year. He'll probably drop 40. No, because Houston ain't giving him shit. And I have Houston winning that game. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that that's fair. That's I why, no, that's why me, me, me and Logan both have Houston. So we wanted them to lose now. Yeah. So to, that Houston game didn't mean as much. Yeah, because, and and only for the fact Luke, that TCU is like just our team, so it's like yeah. it ruins what takes like twenty points from us in ESPN. But it was like I my my better team, like my favorite I thought, team. So I had their money line, and I also had the uh, plus ten. And with about six minutes left, I thought my spread was in jeopardy because it was they were, they got up nine. I was like I was sweating out that, and all of a sudden they come back and tie it. Then I was like, holy shit, my money line's on the line here now. Crazy game, unbelievable. It was it, like I literally said, TCU's game plan: drive to the basket, get that guy to help, throw up a shot off the backboard, we'll get the rebound and put it in. They did it every single time at the end of regulation. 
But then in overtime, Arizona just got the rebounds. That was the only difference. They just got actually got rebounds. Yeah, one of the better games I've watched in my life. That was a phenomenal. For sure, it was awesome, phenomenal game. Back and forth. That stadium there, that arena they were at, San Diego State. You could just like everyone was just like it's kind of like Iowa. Like how it was. It was wild. Let's talk about Houston though. Houston taste sound jelly and UAB, fucking pretty much kills them. But then they go and beat Illinois. I mean, Lou called it perfectly, read it like poetry. But uh, yeah, Houston rolling again. Another one of them tournaments. Play defense and rebound the ball. They're unbelievable. I should have listened to you more. Yeah, they dominate on the offensive glass. Like that's just what the best re- offensive rebound team in the country. And when a guy like Kofi's on the other team who should probably get rebounds. And it was generous that Illinois even stayed in this game, considering Kofi went 7 of 7 from the line. He's not a good free throw shooter. Uh, but, yeah, the, you could definitely tell it hurt just giving it to Kofi. Like he kind of dominated a little bit. He only had 19, but it felt like a lot more watching the game. But, yeah, Houston, like me and Logan the whole time, athletic guards, long athletic guards that can run and jump. That's literally all they are. And they play the hell. They play hell on defense to play. It's hell to play against them when you're on offense. And they're in defense. Just just how athletic they are. They may not be the best defensive team, but no, they, how athletic they are. It's and long they are. It's tough. No. Okay. Yeah. You look at defense efficiencies on Ken Palm. Houston's not number one, but I've watched they're top the ten. Teams. I think I've watched all the teams above them who like have yeah, good defenses, and I don't see it. When I watch Houston play defense, it is fucking hilarious because other teams are just lost. They are everywhere at every point point of the game. They're just running around. The long guys just going like this, getting steals. They were fucking up Kofi, just running around. And I love to watch Curbelo, Frazier, and Coleman Hawkins. Like, he's dumb. He has two last names. All three of them just sucked. They had to put in three bench guys to replace them just because those three played so ass. Illinois shouldn't even beat Chattanooga, let alone play in this game. It was disrespectful for them to play against Houston. Houston fucking owned them. Yeah, well said. I've loved Houston basketball forever now. Let's move on to Michigan. Holy shit. I mean, you could say this came out of nowhere just because of how disappointing they've been all year. I mean, they take care of Colorado State. Beat Tennessee, what a win. I mean, Tennessee is just your, like, prototypical tournament, like, team. Like, everything you want in a tournament team, they got it. And it just really sucked to see Kenny Chandler, Chris Paul start crying. Like, he – I haven't seen somebody cry that hard in a long time. It's pretty tough on me. He's only 18 years old, though, so can't blame him. But, uh, yeah, Michigan, they're rolling, I guess. Juwan in the tournament. <laughs> Yeah, they're. I mean, they're kind of. They were kind of built like a team that could make a run, too. Just having Juwan Howard and having a good sub big and having some veteran guys on their team, like their guards were our vets. So, but at the same time, Tennessee was one of the hottest teams coming in the, into the tournament, coming off an SEC championship, which is not an easy conference to win. And how good a defense they play, how good offense they are. It's just nobody expected this. I mean, obviously, some people picked Michigan. I know Luds did, so credit to him, but. When you shoot two of 18 from three, like, what what do you expect? You can't expect to beat a, a win a round of 32 game like that. No, um, I picked – obviously, I had Carroll State win, and then, like, I listened to the podcast, and I listened to Luke explain it, and I took Michigan then. 
And after the Michigan wins, I told Luke, I said, do not be surprised when Michigan beats Tennessee. I told Carson that too. I said, you bet this spread Michigan is going to either win or they're, I said, Michigan's either going to win or going to get absolutely rolled. And Michigan, you know, and like we say, Jawan Howard's a bad coach, but like the last three or four years, or like ever since Jawan Howard showed up, me and Luke have said that Jawan Howard is one of the best coaches. Like obviously this year, his team was new because he had freshmen and stuff, but I was not surprised that Michigan beat Tennessee at all. <laughs> Coming in that hot was kind of due, if you could say that. They were kind of due to lose. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, Michigan, this is a team like where it's kind of built to make a run. Yeah, and they no Michigan for some reason I don't care what it is, they always they always make good runs in the tournament. They're five straight Sweet Sixteens when in if they're in the tournament, five straight Sweet Sixteens. Yeah, exactly. They they do they always do good whether who their coach is. Yeah, I was not surprised that they beat Tennessee at all. Then I Tennessee lose the next game anyway, so it's fine. Moving on. I mean, we can skip a lot of games, but we got Iowa gets bounced by Richmond and Providence wins over South Dakota State. I mean, those are two just layups we thought at the time. And who the hell would have thought that Richmond would be playing Providence in the round of 32? What makes it worse is how bad they fucking got beat against Providence. Like, it shows that Iowa definitely is in the game. It's just that's it. I don't – I. I'm not gonna, I'm not coming up with any excuses. You can say the ref sucked, which they had some bad calls at the end or bad no calls, but we didn't deserve to be in that situation where we needed those calls anyways. So that's why I told Jack, I'm like, there's no excuse like why those calls didn't go our way. We shouldn't have been in that position anyways. And I don't I don't want to also use the excuse that maybe uh having playing four days in a row, so like where our legs weren't there. But a lot of these teams had to play that many games in a row to get here, and they won, so it didn't really matter. It's just well, look, at the you, same. I said that same exact thing to Beast. It goes, we should have never been in that situation, and he goes, "Well, that's that's how the game goes." Well, well, like well, I shouldn't be. I, I couldn't argue with him, but like, it's like I get it. That's just how also the game out March, but you have to be that, what what. But also. You said that's how the game goes, but you know what else is how the game goes? Bad calls. That's part of the game too. Yeah, I mean, you just you got to make your own. You got to make your own luck in the tournament. And it's like Keegan Murray, our Lord and Savior, just decided to not play. Good. He had twenty one and shot like solid from the field, but you watch the game; it was not a good twenty one and good shooting performance at all. Luckily, Pat was making threes. All he did was just sag off like five, all our guys, other than Jabo and Keegan Murray. That's they just sagged off, and we couldn't do anything. It was so hard to watch, and there's no excuse for it other than Iowa chokes every year in the tournament. I don't know why we thought this year was different, but gosh, credit to Richmond. But lose Richmond, you beat you upset team, our team, and then you lose by thirty in the next round. It's like what the fuck. It's, it shows Iowa deserved to win that game. Yeah, I mean, I've never been so wrong in my life about uh, bracket than the Midwest region. So I put my faith in Iowa to win one game, at least. I had South Dakota State and beating Iowa. That didn't work. I mean, Iowa, that didn't work. I just, I don't even know what to say about half of this region. This is, I was horrible. Oh, yeah, I, I did terrible in it too, and 
I'm not, there's no excuses for Iowa's law. Like you can't come up with, if I, if I had talked to anyone, Iowa fan, they say, Oh, the refs suck. The refs had bad calls. It doesn't matter. Well, it does like, not matter. Good thing for you, Coin, which I don't even know if this could be true, but I mean, it kind of seems like Kansas should have a cakewalk to the championship. I mean, to uh, final four or elite. Yeah, they definitely should because <laughs> they're going to be easy. I think they're easy. They easily should beat Providence, though. Like yeah. they are. Anyway, well, I know if, like Kansas wipes them by thirty, we like wouldn't blink an eye at it. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if Providence won either. I would be at I this point. Be. How good Providence is playing? I mean, yeah, they got. Yeah, last... but I mean, they beat a thirteen seed and a twelve seed. Yeah, but thirty ball that twelve seed that just beat like a hottest Iowa team. I understand that. This whole other than, uh, pretty much everyone in this side of the bracket has had not had a really a tough game in their round of 32 other than Auburn obvious or Miami but they candled business it's a crazy game kind of for too many upsets it's just how it like works the thing with Richmond too is they're a six seed in their conference and they won the tournament yeah and so they automatically get in and then I'm like all right there's no fucking way like Richmond doesn't belong playing AAU teams and they just come in and fucking beat Iowa it just makes no sense it's horrendous. I don't even. I can't believe. I can't believe we fuck. I would if we lost to Providence. I would have been like, okay, like makes sense or like whatever. Every team's got to lose. Like it, we lo- losing to a team that we should have beat is what is terrible. Like it just sucks. But losing to a team that like probably could beat you, it's like okay, well someone's got to win. The, there's only one team that can win the tournament, so it's like you're gonna lose eventually if you're not that one team. So, but losing to Richmond is just soul crushing. Wait, how, how many teams do you guys have left in this region still playing? One. Yeah, so I Kansas. Kansas. I would Kansas. say I have Kansas. In the first round, like, we know I got two teams right. <sighs> Fucking what a shit region. I got right? two. I got three. So, yeah, shit. Right. The one and the there's two one. one. There's always one region that just fucks everyone. Or, like – Fucking, why is it the Midwest region? Now every time I think about the Midwest, I'm thinking yeah. of this stupid region. <laughs> anyway, we got LSU versus uh, Iowa State. Iowa State just feeling it. I got like they their defense is just playing on fucking believable. It's like I can't even like really describe it. Like LSU, I forgot how they're just a sloppy team, and that's why their offense is bad. But then Iowa State's offense is just bad because they can't make fucking shots. And that would mean Iowa State is – like, at no point in the game did I really feel like LSU had a fucking shot in this game. It was like – I Iowa State just took care of them. And here, I mean, here we go, fucking Iowa State in the Sweet 16. Yeah, no, I, I just one more thing to say about Iowa. I forgot to say it. Um, yeah, we lost first round, but like Bruce Pearl said um, – Awesome. I'll just wait till I'll just wait till uh, the Auburn game. But yeah, so LSU, yeah, like you said, I did not think LSU ever like was in this game at all, really. But Iowa State's sake, hold your horse a little bit about making the Sweet 16. I understand. Great accomplishment. You made it. Who cares? Who you play, you don't get to pick who you play. And upsets happen and you guys handled business on those upset upsets or whatever. I always actually it wasn't, but LSU was coming in the tournament pretty damn cold, not playing well at all, and they just lost their head coach. So, but you still got job done, so credit to you. And then Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin was the worst three seed by far. I don't think it was even close. You oh. Texas Tech, Purdue, and Tennessee, and then Wisconsin. And they lose Chucky in the in like the first half. Try playing, and Jack was saying, like, okay, I mean, he's just point guards, not like he scores. They still have Giant Davis, Giant Davison, or Brad Davison. Not having a point guard is so bad, like hard to like overcome a guy that can control the floor and everything like that. It is, it's just a huge blow to a team. You'd almost rather lose Johnny Davis in that game than lose a point guard like Chucky, just because how he plays. Obviously you're going to want Johnny Davis out there, but I'm just saying losing a point guard is right up there with losing like your star player. I, I believe that. Well, when you're going up against a team like Iowa State, yeah. Yeah, especially a defense like that. Turnovers, I mean, you need your point guard in there to run the floor, run the show, I mean. And yes. When he goes out, have to switch Brad Davidson, who had to play point guard. He's he not a point guard. He hasn't done it all year. Yeah, he's not a point guard by any means, any stretch of the imagination. But still, I mean, Iowa State holding LSU at 54, which, I mean, if you told me that before the game, I probably wouldn't have doubted it. But then holding Wisconsin to fucking, what was it, 49? Jesus Christ. Wisconsin doesn't score anyways. It's not like it's – Well, still, and like I said, 49, losing... holding anybody to 49. Yeah, you only – they only, yeah, I know. I understand. But it's just not having a point guard is a huge factor in that. I will stand by that till the day I die. When you If you lose your starting point guard – or you lose your best player, um, you have, you'll have a chance. You have a pretty good chance to win either way, but without a point guard, is like demoralizing for a team. You need a good point guard. A good point guard to win. win. That's how. Yes, that's why I told Jack. I was like, you What's need a, you point guard? name one team that did not have a good point guard that won March Madness. There isn't one. And there isn't one. And when Wisconsin loses, uh, Chucky, they're go. They're not winning the tournament anymore. It's like. That's just how that's how basketball works. You need a good point guard to win in basketball. Moving on, the U takes down USC. Could have fucking told you that USC's fucking terrible. Uh, but then they proceed to go on and kick the shit out of Auburn in the round of 32. The U is hot. Uh, their coach could not be older, I feel like, but he still got some new tricks. They're nega spewing swag out of his body right now but yeah shout out to you great fucking run and now in the round of they're I meaning the sweet 16 we have a 10 versus 11 matchup whatever shout out uh whitey though for having miami in his elite eight like i don't know like, yeah, anybody that did that but yeah he, he said he loves miami so um and he said i think he said he's hammering them against iowa state because that's how much he loves them but um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, uh, they can. The, Auburn was never in this game, ever, never in this game. It was just all Miami when they when Auburn would score going on a 4 0 run, they're like, okay, maybe here it is. No, Miami would get a three or two because Auburn, Auburn just sucked, they were so bad. And I, uh, Bruce Pearl kind of hinted at it. The experience with Miami showed over the experience of Auburn, like completely. That's what the difference was, I feel like. And what back to what I was gonna say about Iowa. And what I'm going to say about Auburn, Bruce Pro was talking to his guys in the locker room after he said, you don't – he's like, not everyone – you can go your whole lifetime without winning, a ch- like, a championship. But he's like, you guys did that. You won SEC championship, and no one – like, the regular season, no one can take that away, just like Iowa. We won the Big Ten tournament, so it's not like we the season was a complete failure. 
we still won. We still won the Big Ten tournament. They still won the SEC regular season. That's never been done before for them. So they still had a hell of a year. They went on. They were ranked number one, which is not easy to do when you're coming into the season not ranked. And yeah, I'm going to rant because like we love Auburn and it sucks to see them go down, but they just were playing their worst basketball here at the end, which sucks. Yeah, they just got hot early and then they kind of forgot after they lost to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It's like you just said, it sucks because. We all we all invested our time into Auburn about all year. Sucks, just sucks seeing lose. I do want to say one thing about uh, Charlie Moore is unbelievable for uh, uh, Miami. They're the call him Chris Paul, but what a snake! He was committed to Memphis, decommitted, went to Cal, went to then he went to Kansas, then he went to DePaul. And now he's at Miami. Yeah, what the fuck? But Luke, it's always a, it's always been about the U. It's a yeah. Shout it's out the about... seventh floor crew, <laughs> third leg Greg and the boys. It's always been about the it's U. It's crazy. And going to that Auburn, like, hold on, I gotta find it. But um, like Jabari might have had his like worst game, but I think he had 10 points, 15 boards, and like three or, or like six assists. So he like had a well-rounded game. I got it here. He had 10 points. 15 boards, four assists, three blocks. So, I mean, going out, obviously he didn't score like he should, but I don't know. I know uh, Bruce Pearl said he's excited to build around Jalen Williams, who's a junior, so I didn't really get that. I don't know. I didn't even know that guy. Like, he never even played. Uh, Jalen play Williams? Any, not like the Jalen Williams on Arkansas. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but the one for Auburn, he wears a headband? Yeah, he's like – He's number two. He literally doesn't play. He didn't play much this year. Build around him. I, I maybe I didn't really get what he meant by that, but Bruce I mean, never will be lucky if he has a job in two years. <laughs> With that statement, no, because that whole like Will Wade shit going on, like yeah, the, he'll be fine. The, no, the, guy, got caught. the guys in the biggest hot seats are but, Bill Self, and then. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Bruce. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl already got caught once, so. But no, <laughs> no his assistant coaches got Bill, caught, but he Bill got. Self, like, Bill Self might fucking. I know he won't because it's just how sports works. But he's not getting in jail. They're not getting. They're not losing Bill Self. I don't care have what you, his Luke. If you, I don't heard care how, what his allegations are with recruiting or whatever it is. You think Kansas is going to get rid of Bill Self? They don't give. No, a they're fuck. not. No, it's Kansas all they have. Get rid of him, but it he might fucking be. He should be in jail. Kansas will do everything in their power to not let him go to jail. They, no, Kansas will literally the state of Kansas. That's all they have there. That's all they have. Yeah, nothing Kansas is good besides for sports wise. Besides, no, hopefully, hopefully our boy yeah. Bruce stays though. We need him. And the it. one flaw going in with Auburn that Bruce Pearl admitted, they cannot make shots, three-pointers. And holy shit, can they not make threes? They went five of 26. That was the, what they were. They could not shoot from three, and that's exactly what happened. And Katie Johnson, I do want to say this. We love you, but Logan, your effort at the end of the game was unacceptable. Were you supposed to be? You're supposed to be the – spark plug on our team we're down we got down with eight with like four minutes left i saw a clip on tiktok a guy talking about it and kd just stopped playing defense 
he was playing LeBron defense at times, just letting guys do whatever they wanted, just like standing there. And then they make a layup. I think they made like a pull up with like four minutes, three minutes left down. We're down eight. They make it to go 10 and he just puts his head down and jogs back. It's like, that's not what you're supposed to be. You're, you're a leader. You're a guy. And he just gave up. Dude, no, that's it. He something happened to him. He lost his. Yeah, I don't know. What I didn't see off the most about Auburn basketball is Wendell Green. Like we've been preaching all year, you know, having to get a good point guard. We've been preaching about it all day today. I just feel like when he has a ball and the ball doesn't even get moved around and it's just a Wendell Green show, it's just like, what the fuck are we doing I think, here? I think the star power got to his head. I really do. I think him scoring all those points early in the season just got to his head. I I really think that. Because he didn't, like, early years. He came he, from, like, a smaller school. and He didn't look to, like, do, a, like, everything like he did at the end. They just fell apart. If I'm if I'm, a, if I'm going to be honest, though, at when Katie Johnson starts to forget what he's doing, like, the whole end of the year I noticed it. I just didn't want to say it. I don't want to admit it. Yeah, just the firepower wasn't there anymore. The only people on the team that wanted to win at the end of any game they were losing – was Jabari and Wendell Green. Wendell Green would do whatever it took. Yeah, to I mean, That's at least why. he threw up shots. <laughs> like, he was throwing up shots, but I mean, this man was running around doing anything and anything possible to get another shot off because yeah. no one else would. Yeah, and I mean, Joe, um, Walker Kessler just did not play good the last quarter of the year. When's the last time anybody on Auburn played good, though, other That's than fair. fucking Jabari? Yeah, I mean, and it's hard. You can't say other than Jabari just because Jabari is literally an NBA, like, dream to have. So, I mean, obviously he's going to come to play. But, yeah, everyone on the team just – they just stopped playing good basketball. And... Fucking ESPN can suck my dick out. I don't go to the grave hating ESPN. I always shit on them. Today, Jalen and Jacoby, I turn it on. They go – did Auburn's tournament run hurt Jabari Smith's draft stock? Unless oh. unless somebody else in this draft, I mean, in this fucking tournament, absolutely lights it up for like 30 a game. If you're NBA franchise and you're not considering Jabari you Smith. Know, no, you know what you're doing already. Like, with the guys that are left. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, why, why you're fucking blaming this tournament or like their struggles at all on Jabari Smith? He's like the perfect guy you want. In the NBA, holy fuck. Like, Luke's been saying this all year. It, what do you need the NBA anymore? What's, like, unbelievably valuable is a 3 and D guy. At the very worst, that's Jabari Smith. The fucking ceiling on that kid's insane. He's he's a year younger than we are. Or, I guess, me and Luke. But he's a fucking year older in coin. And 18 years old, what is he, 6'10", can shoot with a hand up his nose. Like, it. what the fuck? It hurt his draft stock? Horrible take. Like, come the fuck on. Why is that even a segment on a show? Why, if you're going to talk about Auburn basketball, why the fuck are you talking about Jabari Smith losing draft stock because of a fucking one? Like, what? I can't believe it. Who else in this tournament has a ceiling like he does and that's going to perform that much better to beat him out? Like, fucking Paolo and Chet? Ridiculous. I don't, I don't. But do we want to talk about Sweet 16 games now? Uh, well, we didn't really do that upper uh, – we didn't do that first West region of round of 32, so. Like we didn't talk I mean, not, oh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, yeah. Memphis, really close awesome. team. That was an awesome. Uh, amazing game. 
Duran just got in foul trouble, right? I mean, that's kind of what he he got his fifth or fourth foul with 15 minutes left in the second half. And it's like we live bet uh Zags at halftime, like plus 100. And holy shit, we're just like, give the ball to Timmy, give the ball to Timmy. And they listened to us. Mark Few must have been listening. And holy shit, did he feed Timmy because they did not have a single guy that could guard him. Well, in the first game, too, they had in the tournament, it was like tied up like at half. I'm yeah, pretty sure they're the ball to me. Like, down one. They give it to Timmy and Timmy just drops 30. And then Chet has 19 and like 20 blocks and like fucking mm-hmm. 90 rebounds. It, they, I think I'd say is like, they got to realize it by now. Just feed, feed your star. They'll, they'll feed anybody. Timmy is going to have a game in this tournament where he doesn't show up and they were going to lose. It could be right now against and Arkansas. I hope it is against Arkansas because he's, he did it last year. And people say it all the time. He's had games that he doesn't show up and they don't do good. But this one, they I think they really I think they lose this game if um Duran stays it doesn't get in foul trouble. Four fouls with but that's four hard teams. to say because how he got in foul trouble was by guarding uh Chet. But I mean, I don't know. It Gonzaga's lucky they squeaked this one out. I totally agree because I don't think um, without like Chet playing, because then right when Duran goes out, he get, he went out with 15 minutes left too, guys. Yeah. Like, and Chet had four or not Chet, Timmy had four points going into the half. Exactly. Five. But I mean, Jesus, like whole round is pretty solid games. Arkansas sneaks by New Mexico State, uh, Texas Tech. That Texas Tech Notre Dame game was a nail biter too. We had money on that. Texas Tech pulls it out. Then Duke and Michigan State, that was another hell of a game. Duke just showed up in crunch time. I mean, I guess that's all you can really say. A.J. Griffin goes down. I was shitting my pants after that because we had just Duke money line. And, yeah, I mean, Duke played great down straight. Well, who, who was it that stepped up? I think Roach played really good at the end of the game, wasn't it? They all Roach did. Roach had a big three. Kills right. big Hank had a hell of a game. Logan, Todd, Trevor Kills. Trevor Keels was there. He was playing, guys. Trevor Keels was playing. I can confirm that he was there. Oh, uh, that that Arkansas game. Both Arkansas games have, or, just been shit for Arkansas. They just not have played really well yet. They've been playing enough to win. So like that's all you can ask for in March. Don't matter how you win, you win though. And Arkansas that New Mexico State game. Uh, I think I was listening to PMT talk about it. They were running like run the. They ran really well. But then they just stopped and just start. They'd run and then just stop, kind of like Duke does. No, they'd but run and stop. This is literally the best. Yeah. I've no one could score for them, but it's the best I've seen Duke play since fucking the yeah. Beacon. So <laughs> yeah. that would piss me off because if I knew they were going to play like this, I honestly would just take them to win it all because I love them that much. Now let's move on to the Sweet 16. First game we have from the West Gonzaga versus Arkansas. So I'm going to take Gonzaga here, and it's because if Jalen Williams ha- it has that Jalen Duran game, Arkansas is fucked. Like, Arkansas, really? you, you see the same five guys just doing their shit for them, and Gonzaga just think has way too much firepower. And you could go the same way around. Like, Drew Timmy, this might be his game. Obviously, that would be the way that uh, Gonzaga would go down. But both teams have not looked good. But no. then they end up figuring it out. 
I just think Gonzaga is just a better team. I almost feel like it's their year, but this should be one hell of a game. Yeah, I mean, do we want to do spreads too? Because I got those. Because they're already out. What are they? Gonzaga, it opened at eight and a half, and now it's Gonzaga minus nine. Shit. I mean, I. I, You go. I'll ride the pigs. I mean, just (laughs) just for fun. But I, I just. It's it's Gonzaga. I mean. Yeah. It's just almost seems like. Memphis, they like needed to be the team to do it because they have the guys down low to be able to put up with them. But I just, I just can't see it with Arkansas not playing as good as they have been. Yeah, if I didn't pick Arkansas to get to my championship, I mean, I it'd be maybe maybe different. I don't even know. Maybe I still would go Hogs, but I'm going Arkansas to win. And obviously, I'm not gonna put money on the money line, but I'm go- I like them to win and obviously cover if I had to pick. If I do have to pick a spread. I have no clue on this game, but I would do Arkansas, I think, just because they've been keeping it close and Gonzaga can keep it close. I don't know. I'm taking Gonzaga in every single way in this game. I love Arkansas, but I think Gonzaga's got more of a just experience, everything. Mm-hmm. Not really, I would say, just I think they got everything more. I was just thinking, that's just the way to explain it right there. Well, no, Tay will have a great matchup, too. I mean, I just – that's why I think – it's got to be Gonzaga. I don't know, but I obviously we're going to be rooting for the pigs, but we'll move on. Texas Tech versus Duke. I love Texas Tech here. I mean, Duke really struggled with Michigan State. Michigan State's just a bunch of athletes. Texas Tech, I think they have better athletes, better defense. I mean, obviously they're going to have to hit shots. They struggled against North, uh, I mean, North, fucking Notre Dame, but I don't know. This Texas Tech team, I just love them. I think Duke's going to have fits with this defense. Yeah, I, I like that. I actually do like that, too, because the, if a team can beat Duke, I feel like it is a team that can run with the, like run with them on like the athletic side and um, be as big as them because their guards are big on Duke. I mean, other than Roach, it's Wendell Moore and Paulo and A.J. Griffin. But the guards on Texas Tech are also really big. So I think it's going to be a really good game. I can't wait for this one. But I like I love Texas Tech for the reason I thought the reason I said they're just as athletic, if not more, and they're all six, five or six, eight in that range. So stay in front of them. Don't let them get to the basket. You can beat Duke because Duke's not a great three point shooting team. I'm taking Duke in every single way. And another thing is, yeah, you say Texas tech struggles to score sometimes but when they play bad defense, they can They average 72 a game this year so yeah and duke doesn't play defense they haven't yet they try to they try they try but they don't they don't right but they don't but i'm taking duke every single way so here's like the thing that and really spreads one so here's what's really getting me on text tech i swear you watch duke the only good shot they ever take is that elbow three from aj griffin and otherwise they chug up really stupid shots i almost feel like if they're gonna like force the ball out of your playmakers shit like that Texas Tech, they could easily make these guys turn the ball over. I have no confidence at all. And Roach, like, just running the point. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Duke's, like, a lot of, like, standing around and, like, taking bad shots. They're just, like, a frustrating team to watch for me. But, obviously, they have the stars to, like, be able to play that way. I don't know. But, anyway, now we have North Carolina versus UCLA. What a matchup. Obviously, North Carolina is hotter than hell. UCLA has got the experience. I think – but 
John or Jami Jaquez. What's the like word on him? I think he got what is I don't know what status is. I don't I don't know. I mean I spreads two and a half or two UCLA. Minus two for UCLA. I almost like North Carolina here. I do I too. Mean, I love them. It actually. just seems like their players are just playing better in UCLA. I I like the money line. Yeah. With you and I'm taking North Carolina in any in every way in this game. <laughs> I am I'm North Carolina, but I'm taking North Carolina in every single way. Uh, Purdue versus St. Peter's. I know Purdue doesn't have offense worth of shit, but there's not a possible chance that St. Peter's win this game. I mean, I just can't imagine anybody on that team is going to be able to stop anything Purdue's got going on at offense. I just – and uh, Travion Williams, didn't he just have a huge game last game? Yeah, he just he was he dominated Texas. Like I think when they get Travion Williams going, like that's just I think that means more than like any other player. Like just because Travion Williams can create for everybody, not even just himself. Yeah, no, I agree. I love Purdue, and actually, big announcement here: game of the year, Purdue minus twelve and a half. Gonna buy a point to twelve. They're going to dominate this St. Peter's team. Dominate. I said, if I'm Purdue, I'm playing Jay Ivey and Trey Williams at the same time. Because who the hell, the hell are they going to guard these guys? You mean Edie? Edie. Edie. I don't know. What did I say? He said Ivy. But Ivy. I Obviously, he's going to be in there, too. But I think Purdue is such a better team. I know St. Peter's is hot and riding their high horse. But you put these play these guys in the middle of the season, the spread's 25. Like me and Logan talked about, St. Peter's isn't even an NIT team. They should be playing the CBI tournament. I love Purdue, and I don't care how good uh, St. Peter's is against the spreads, like 22 and 9. Well, guess what? They have nine losses still against the spread. I think Purdue's going to dominate them. Game of the year, Purdue minus 12. Um, uh, I will drop a quarter in <laughs> McDonald's drive through St. Peter's wins. Covers, scores over, whatever. I might alternate the 20. Whatever, whatever you want, whatever St. Peter's you think St. Peter's is gonna do, they will not cover, win, whatever, if any way. Any way they do any of that, the only I will drop a quarter in McDonald's drive-thru. Um, public bet is 81% at St. Peter's, and I guarantee you 75 of them are just taking an emotional pick. But like, oh, St. Peter's, let's go, go peacocks. They don't fucking know what they're doing. Purdue, I live by 40. It's Purdue. It's Purdue. It's Purdue. It's Purdue. I don't care. Moving on, Arizona versus Houston. Arizona's going to have a fucking nightmare here. I mean, what's it? What do we got spread on that? Uh, Arizona minus two. And wow. Public yeah, is I mean, 80% on it. It's just, do we think Arizona? I, I just, I might, like, I don't want to fucking sink your ship and like have Arizona just kill these guys because I take Houston but they're gonna have fucking fits with this I mean I really I really think so too Kirk Carissa he's not a point guard he can't who, who else on the team who else on Arizona can handle the ball no one does Mather not Mather no. Mather but he's like what is he six five he isos. He doesn't fucking like, like hit. He just isos. Like, and I love this is another reason. Tommy Lloyd's first year, Arizona's 
very young. Houston, not very young. Uh, Calvin Sampson, he was in the Final Four last year. I mean, I just think it's screen. Obviously, Arizona's probably a better team, and Houston does not have a lot of size, but they got size, athletic size. It's, but I'm taking Houston. I don't think I'm going to touch this game just because I want Houston to win in general. So, I mean, I'm just going to just ride them. But if I had to, I'd take their money line because everyone's all over Arizona anyways, and everyone dick rides Arizona. They should have lost to TCU. I fucking hate Arizona. Yeah, I know Logan's taking Houston, but what I was going to say was Arizona's one of the worst offense or giving up like offensive rebounds, and Houston is the best at getting offensive rebounds. And TCU was one of the best teams at getting offensive rebounds, and you showed what they did. So, I mean, um, I just love it. Do you, do you guys have anything else? Or I thought one of you were going to. But anyway, Michigan versus Villanova. And I, I like, we're all going Villanova here. I don't know what the spread is, but Hunter Dickinson against uh, Eric Dixon, it's kind of like a problem for me. And I'm going to take Villanova to win outright, but it's this Michigan team is just so fucking scary. You don't really know what to expect out of them. Like, we know they have like, the talent and people to do it, but I just think it's Villanova here. This game scares me a lot. As a picking as a Villanova fan and as a Villanova going to the finals and winning it, but obviously I'm taking Nova. I just think at the end of the day it comes down to Jay Wright or John Howard, both good coaches. Then it also comes down to the guard play, both a lot of experience, but more experience with Villanova. I just think it's going to be a great game. I really do think so. But I'm riding Villanova. This game does scare me even more than what the next game would for Villanova. But I'm taking hammer the under. Like, I feel like this is going to be a really, really slow game. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Over-unders at um, 135. Yeah. It's not a lot of points. Okay, guys, I hate to say this, but I got to get going here to my Vassal banquet. So I'm just going to tell you this right now. Villanova is going to win. Kansas is going to win. And Miami Ford is going to win. But that's I got to get going. All right, you take your easy coin. Yep. All right. See you, boys. Yeah. But yeah, going back, Kansas Providence. I like Kansas more than like probably any of these other matchups, honestly. Well, I mean, other than Purdue, but doing their Kansas minus seven and a half. I don't know if I'm going to touch that spread, but I like Kansas to win. And I don't know about the spread. Four warnings, too. Well, just wait. If I had to pick, I think I'd do Providence. They just keep it close. I don't know. McCormick, McCormick versus Watson. Uh, it's going to be a fun one, but. Didn't Durham play like absolute shit last game or something like that? I didn't look at the stats from last game. Yeah, but, probably, I don't know. but anyway, Iowa State versus the U. So we might be going to this game. Should be interesting in Chicago, Kansas, Providence, and uh, Iowa State versus Miami. <laughs> like I'm gonna be cheering for the U, but I'm just gonna be feeling like a dickhead the whole time because we're going with Jack, uh, former locker room guy himself. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be cheering for the U, so I'm just gonna take the U. Um, yeah, I'm going the U as well. This line moved from one last night. I looked when it came out, plus one. It's at minus two and a half now. They were plus one. Now they're minus two and a half. It moved three and a half points. Yeah, that's insane. For um, towards Miami because everyone was all over Miami when it was plus one. 
So holy shit, hasn't moved that much. Uh, I I like Miami though. I do. I'm just I don't. Even, it's not just because I don't like Iowa State. I just think they're they got the team that can play against that defense, not turn the ball over. And I think that's like the only like thing that Iowa State's really yeah. hanging your hat on right now. You can't score. Like that that LSU game we watched it start to finish. It was just like unbelievably pathetic. It's just like they it was the fucking Wisconsin game. Well, and you're just so many like open missed shots for uh Iowa State, and then or they would chuck up stupid one like it, well, I guess every time Brockton takes a shot, it looks stupid, but it's actually a really good shot because he's money from mid. But, I mean, I don't know. Brockington in the United Center might get some DeMar DeRozan powers and just not miss from mid-range, but I don't know. I, I'm i going to be cheering for you, so I'm just going to take them. Um, I think – oh, so that's all for this, right? Yep. Um, I think Collinsworth is done. Like Chris Collinsworth? Like the Chris yeah. Collinsworth? He tweeted, he said, one final time with the greatest of all times. So maybe he's doing one more year. Or is he talking about Tom Brady? No, he, it was a video of him slide doing his slide in or whatever without Michaels or Mickles. So it's like, I don't know. And then Deuce – and then someone put on there said, end of an era, what a run these two had together. Uh, Deuce just put on a story, um, ripped to the sl- – Rip to the Sunday night slide. Why the fuck is he backing up Chris Collinsworth? I don't know. I'm just saying. That's fucking pure disrespect on his part. Shooty, shooty's now on the fucking number one power rankings list for fucking locker room guys. <laughs> well, that that's, that that's is funny. fucking horseshit. Nobody, <laughs> but everybody he might be, knows. Everybody knows about that. how much I hate that fucker. Think about that. He might be done. Good. But yeah. the problem is, is he had a kid. That should be illegal, first of all, for somebody <laughs> that fucking stupid to have a kid. And he works he for – <laughs> Al Michaels, I love Al Michaels. He was on the call for the Miracle on Ice. I mean, one of the most iconic calls of all time. But he had to be stuck next to this big fucking tall idiot his whole life. <laughs> and he's the biggest pervert ever. Go to my Twitter <laughs> – it's uh what's it called? Brian Scaliburner. I have it pinned up. It's only it's only tweet I have pinned. He's a pervert. He used to prey on fucking like high school girls when he was in the NFL. Speaking of pin tweets, so I need to get rid of my pin tweet that Auburn's gonna win it all. Yeah, it's tough. You know how unbelievable that would have been though. Unreal. You want to talk about football for a little bit? um i gotta go to that banquet oh yeah no yeah we can uh when we get when i get back we should uh do all that stuff though all right like nfl mlb everything all right i'll let you know when i'm done well thank you guys for listening uh might see it on tv on thursday but uh yeah we're fucking sad when are we going maybe friday yeah i don't know if we're even going anymore yeah but it'd be friday a lot of dicking around but all right You take her easy. All is ticked. There you are. Ready for your life. You're a shooting star. All those years, no one knows.
It's more than a contest, it's more than a race. 